Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Life can often feel like it's feast or famine. Either we have so much going on, so many ideas and opportunities, perhaps even too much to feel calm and prepared, or on the other hand, we can feel like there's a real dearth of life and light, not enough to do, not enough progress, either real emptiness or even simply monotony or boredom and lack of inspiration. Either of those extremes can be challenging. Or even when the feast periods are enjoyable and not overwhelming, we can be fearful that they won't last, that something has to give eventually. In some ways, I think the very consciousness of these ebbs and flows of life can be kind of reassuring. We may feel where we are is what life is, that we'll always be lacking or we'll always be overwhelmed or have too many choices. But we can observe in our own lives that things do change. We can remember feast times and know that they do come again naturally. We can remember that the famine times, those more empty hours, do end and life comes anew. We can also remember that those slower times can be those quiet hours that may bring insights that change the way we approach life or others or ourselves and that can lead to new direction and increase our strength. They can also increase our reliance on God and know the benefits of leaning on him. Whether feast or famine seems our lot today, we can stop looking at others to compare where they are and judging ourselves in relation to them. Our life is our life, and what it reveals moment by moment can serve us better than getting distracted by another's life, or probably more accurately, the appearance of their life. When we stay in the moment, rather than judging where we are or yearning for what tomorrow might bring, we can let those feast and famine moments all be precious and encouraging. All these times are with God, and so they can neither be overwhelming with him in ultimate control, nor can they be lacking with him as the infinite and loving provider. Jesus, surely consciously demonstrated both feast and famine moments in his life. He literally multiplied a few loaves and fishes to feed thousands, delivering a feast out of what looked like a famine. Jesus often spent time alone, feasting and fasting. His three days in the tomb were surely not literal feasting moments, and yet in those times of less material good, less stimulation and feeding of the senses by literal food or by other people, Jesus was gaining what was needed to feed the world with the good news and to heal and then even to be resurrected. We can pray for inspiration, release the ego, and trust more in any of these times, knowing that God is guiding our life and that we're therefore on an advancing path, being what he would have us be right now. If we feel like a lot is going on, In consciousness and in life, we can certainly move through these times without depletion, without a sense of weariness. We can let God's new ideas and opportunities energize us rather than drain us. Likewise, if we feel that things are stagnating or that inspiration is less than forthcoming, we can begin by trusting our intentions. In fact, if we are really aware of feeling unfulfilled, it means we know that there can be fulfillment we're still recognizing possibilities. 
We can be open to these and expectant while appreciating the pause. Our pauses are not ends. They're pauses. A right reflection on things can gently, naturally reveal what is good and true and healing at just the right time, in the right way for us and for all. The reality of things is that the constancy of love with you is never compromised. Love does not ebb and flow. It doesn't overwhelm us or leave us feeling unprepared. And I'm talking about divine love here. It doesn't leave us to fill a void. This love is already there, filling that seeming void. As we become aware of that, we can recognize that even when there seems to be less engagement with human life, we can be and are engaged with spiritual life. These qualities of beauty and kindness and patience and goodness and trust, joy, laughter are always expressing themselves in us and for us. We might not be engaged in a new project, but if we're perceiving joy around us, allowing ourselves to laugh, seeking a deeper awareness of our true selves, or helping others to feel cared for and loved through our deeds and our thoughts, we're doing much. Being humanly busy can be nice, but it isn't what ultimately satisfies. We find our peace by being open to receiving it wherever we are, whatever's going on. We can feel fulfilled in each moment, whether we're in the middle of a wonderful human endeavor or whether in the midst of a slow pause to really receive openly and fully the abundance of a profound or even a very simple but powerful grace. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope that was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions or comments or want to talk more. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.